It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, football fans, to another episode of Locked On NFL. It is Tuesday here, which means you've got myself, Ross Jackson, host of Locked On Saints, joined, as always, by my good friend Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings, who is new to YouTube. You can go and find him on YouTube, and of course, we're on YouTube, as well as wherever you get your podcasts free and on all platforms every Monday through Friday. Look at that thumbs up. You can follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola, Luke on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL. And for today's episode, we're going to start off with a visit with our friend Christopher Carter. You hear him here on Fridays on Locked On NFL, but also over at the Locked On Steelers podcast, he's going to talk about the TJ Watt hold in and what it means for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then we're going to talk about Houston Texans finding their new starting quarterback. And finally, we're going to be joined by Marcus Mosher of Locked On Dynasty Football to uh, help out Luke with the football team, his his fantasy football team, which he absolutely hates. We've got all of that Uh, and much more. Good luck, Marcus. (laughs) He'll do what he can. He'll do what he can. We got all that coming up for you on today's episode of Locked On NFL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Chris, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We have some uh, big news to talk through with your guy, TJ Watt, holding in. What can you tell us about this situation? Yeah, I'm glad you used the phrase correctly because he's not holding out. It's the weirdest (laughs) situation. I mean, he's there every day. Uh, He's even palling around with the players. You know, you, you can see pictures from practice where he's posing with Melvin Ingram. Ingram and you know doing things and he's been wearing these <laughs> who knows stuff. a thing or two about this uh, yeah who knows yeah <laughs> who's done right. this thing before <laughs> exactly so it's not like TJ Watt doesn't want to participate um he but he's on the verge of maybe making a 30 million dollars a year with his next contract that the Steelers are working out um he hasn't practiced in full yet he hasn't like you know gone put on his pads and hit with the 11 on 11 sessions but you know, one thing that was made clear to us from Keith Butler is that, like, they're kind of comfortable with T.J. Watt. No, he knows the system. There's nothing new that he has to learn at this point. And this guy, I mean, he was, you know, arguably the second best defensive player in the NFL last year. Uh, you know, some might argue he was the first. But wh- whether or not, when you're in that top 10 range, you're doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he, he to me, he's the, he's the best edge rusher in football right now. And they kind of know that, and they want to lock it down. One thing I think that is – really putting a strain on this situation is everyone's saying, oh, they don't pay $100 million guaranteed and $30 million a year for a defensive player. But people forget that this salary cap is about to take a huge bump. Big time. And the entire market for how we've always understood different positions and their payouts is going to completely change. And what TJ Watt's probably doing right now with his agents, there's probably like, look, man, we're looking to set the tone. And this is kind of the wild, wild west where – the Steelers, you know, they got it. They're on the side. Like, listen, man, we get that that's the case, but we got other people that we on the side. Minka Fitzpatrick's coming up next year. They're going to have to negotiate with him to keep him around. And you know, there's and then there's other guys that want to see, like, you know, how can you know how can we keep building around this defense that has a nice young core in it? So um, that that's more the situation. It's definitely a hold in, um, mm-hmm. but it it doesn't seem like T.J. Watt has any resentment about you know his time with the Steelers. He's just. He's not going to put on the pads and risk himself getting injured until that deal is inked and he knows exactly how much guaranteed money he has. And, you know, and then the Steelers can know for sure, you know, when he'll be ready to go. Yeah. So something that I saw about all this and 
uh, correct me if I, if my info is wrong here, but it, it seems like the Steelers don't like to do contract negotiations in the middle of the season, which means at the end of this week, a deal is either done or it's not. So if we get to that point and let's say a deal has not been done, what happens? Does TJ Watt just play out the year or is there something more sinister afoot here? I think it becomes a TJ Watt plays out the year once he knows that there's no okay. there's no there's no extension on the table. Now I will say this: that is very much the Steelers' rule. They don't do that anymore because they don't want you know contracts hanging over players' head in the middle of the season. It's like, hey, just play in the middle of the season. We'll deal with it afterwards. That's been their policy for the longest time, and they don't break that for anybody. Um, but you know, when it comes to T- to TJ Watt, I think the Steelers they do want to get a d- deal done sooner rather than later, and that's what the the, the the clock is ticking to now. But I will say this, if you followed the Steelers for years, you know that Troy Polamalu back in the 2000s when he signed his major contract extension, he mm-hmm. literally signed it on the plane to the week one game. So like, <laughs> that's the deadline that we're really working with here. You know, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't you know, oh, in shit. training camp. It wasn't in the practices. It was literally on their way to their season opener. So, uh, you know, TJ Watt will have as much, will have the same kind of room to figure this out, what they want to do and how they want to do it. I mean, again, he's still working out at every practice. He's like launching medicine balls like 60 feet in the air. He's, you know, he's doing all these different drills. He still looks like a phenomenal athlete. Like he's physically, he looks ready to go. It's just, and, and, and like you, you see him doing this stuff, but you just, you know, he, he's not doing the 11 on 11s. That, that's been, that, that's been confirmed um, by, by the Steelers PR um, coming out, coming out of theirs. So, you know, it's, um you know, it, it's definitely a weird situation for a lot of people because the bills are right around the corner and that's a huge opponent to start the season. Um, and I get why some why Steelers fans are anxious. And even myself, I was like, man, I thought Monday would have been the day where they would have announced it. Now, you know, part of this that might've also impacted the announcement or the lack of an announcement here um, because uh, the, the Steelers lost a uh, Steelers legend, Tunch Ilkin, uh, mm-hmm. Not just the Steelers lineman from the '80s, but also a guy who's worked in Steelers media since for, for several yeah. for several decades, and he's one of the mm-hmm. nicest people you could have ever met. So, you know, I, I sometimes think like, you know, the Steelers are an organization that likes to pay homage to their to, to their to their uh, to, the, to their people, and that might have slowed things down because Tunch was a was a central part of the organization to anyone, even rookies knew who that guy was. Um, so, part of that might be in play, but the bottom line for me is. You know, there these two sides know there's a lot of non-precedented situations here, and both are fighting to set a precedent that will work on their side's favor. So you have it, a Holden in Pittsburgh, but we're not looking at another Le'Veon Bell situation here. I think, you know, Chris, you and I have talked about a bunch the way that the Pittsburgh Steelers structure contracts. They always come through with their players. Doesn't seem to be a big concern. And maybe we'll get some news on Sunday or on Saturday as the uh, Steelers are traveling. Perhaps TJ Watt signs his contract up in the air on the plane, <laughs> a la Troy Palomalo. We appreciate you coming through. Good omen. I know, right? <laughs> appreciate you yeah, coming right? through and uh, keeping us updated, buddy. Thanks, guys. So coming up, we are going to talk a little bit about the Houston Texans quarterback situation, which hasn't gotten enough media attention lately. And uh, (laughs) we'll also talk a little bit about my hopeless uh, futures in fantasy football. But first, it is that time of year. Everybody's going to start watching football now, both college and pro. And Bet Online is your number one spot to find a way to lay some bets down on those games. You can get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest survivor pool at $200,000 at Bet Online. Head to the website, use your mobile device, you can sign up today. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Opening day is almost here. It is Thursday, it's two days from today. 
So if you make a bet on that game between the Bucks and Cowboys and you lose, you get 25 bucks back of your wager, up to $25 refunded if you lose the bet. So it's like a free gamble. Throw something out there. Uh, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports from football, but they also have basketball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games, everything. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on NFL. Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. Myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson. Nola, Luke, we wanted to talk a little bit about the Houston Texans quarterback situation. As you mentioned earlier, not getting enough attention, but now we finally actually do get to pay attention to it in uh, an interesting and maybe, uh, let's say, less controversial light with a <laughs> sure. new... With actual a new, players who are going to play for the Texans. We should talk right. about those guys. That's right. The, the <laughs> Texans fans deserve better. So here we are. Yeah. to give them that a starting quarterback named in Houston. Yes. So they went with Terod Taylor uh, named starting quarterback. I don't think that was much of a surprise. If you watched any of the Houston Texans stuff or you listen to locked on Texans or whatever, it's not like it was going to be Davis Mills over there. So, right. But it's, it's official and that's the thing. And here's the thing. I mean, look, the Houston Texans are clearly in a rebuilding here. They're not a team that's like thinking that, you know, with any delusions about contending or anything like that. Um, but I think Terod Taylor is a really good stabilizing presence. His yes. whole knock is that he's too conservative as a quarterback. But for a team where the Texans are, that's just looking to kind of get your feet wet and figure out who's worth keeping into the real years. I, I think that kind of conservative nature, a really steady Eddie kind of guy, which is what I always view Terod Taylor as, a, mm-hmm. just a steady quarterback. Um, it's sort of exactly what a, a franchise in turmoil needs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's always been known as a culture guy, somebody that comes in, has a fantastic attitude as a leader of the guys around him in the locker room. It is a fantastic and positive presence. That's obviously something that Houston can use right now. My only hope, my only hope for Terod Taylor is that he gets to play all 17 games. And for the third rookie quarterback in a row, he doesn't end up getting, well, I was going to say benched in favor of, but let me also say stabbed in the lung, like what happened to him in Los Angeles. That was a whole situation. Wasn't that wild? So so you have all of that. I just hope that he actually gets 17 games here because the Texans do and should like Davis Mills. I hope that they give him time to sort of sit back. He's probably one of the guys that needs maybe one of those formative years sitting behind a guy like Terod Taylor, who again is that great leader, can help you make that adjustment to the NFL and show you how things are done over on the gridiron as well. And he has uh, some incentives baked into oh, yeah. playing those games. So a- assuming the rookie Davis Mills doesn't, you know, come around and, and become, you know, the next Russell Wilson or whatever. Uh, yeah, he's got like millions of dollars at stake just for starting the game. So, yeah, I hope he can stay healthy. I hope he can do it. Like, look, I don't even know if Texans fans are rooting for the Texans because I feel like at this point they're just looking at draft position, right? I'm sure. rooting for Terod Taylor. I feel like he's just like a good dude. That is, I mean, he's just a backup quarterback in the NFL, but you always love to see guys get that kind of opportunity. So you go up to Terod Taylor and say, hey, you're going to be a backup for your career. Like he's going to be like, please get out of my apartment. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you in here? How did you get in? And I need to make some phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But like to, to him, assuming, assumedly, 
Uh, mm-hmm. This is an opportunity to to earn another contract, maybe to earn an, a True. chance at becoming the starting NFL quarterback that he almost was in, in Buffalo or whatever. Right. So uh, this is, I don't know, I'm excited for him. I really hope that Terod Taylor kills it, even if it means, you know, the Texans win two games and they draft first overall. It's probably what Texans fans want anyways. I, I hope that Terod Taylor acquits himself well and, and earns, you know, another contract in the league. Yeah, I'll say this. If Taysom Hill could sniff a starting role at 31, Tarod Taylor can earn himself a new starting role at 32 or 33. It's absolutely in the cards for the guy. And by the way, you said that Tarod Taylor has millions baked in his contract. Well, someone now has millions baked into his contract because this news just broke. The yes. oh, wow. Ravens, yeah, the Ravens, according to Ian Rappaport, re-signing or extending uh, Pro Bowl tight end Mark Andrews substantially. Mark Andrews getting a four-year deal worth $56 million, uh, with $14 million APY, which means that he will make more money through four years than any other tight end in the league. This is a huge contract for the Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah, eh, Pro Bowl tight end. It says it all, right? And mm-hmm. that, that Ravens offense is so interesting. And I guess we'll probably get into it a little bit when we talk about uh, f- the fantasy angle of all of this. But they right. just lost... Um, you know, I mean, they've, yeah, they've lost so many of their skill players. They've got like the Gus Edwards thing and they've got like Marquise Brown and whatever you get out of Rashad Bateman this year. It's, I think, pretty good for Lamar Jackson to have that good outlet tight end that isn't for just sure. like a guy you dump off to like he can actually be a threat um, and just have like some extra vertical component of what is ultimately going to be mostly a rushing offense. And that's what you're going to do with Lamar because that's how Lamar plays. Um, but it's nice to have, you know, a good vertical component, a guy that can win, win some contested catches. Yeah, absolutely. You look at you look at his three seasons so far with Baltimore uh, in 2018 through 2020, 34 catches, 552 yards, 64 catches for 852 yards, 58 catches for 701 yards after missing a pair of games in uh, last year's season. So he's progressively been, you know, reliable. And the thing that I love about it is that you look at his average depth of target over all three seasons, 10.8, 10.6, 10.2. Mm-hmm. So he has consistently been somebody that has been able to help you move the chains. He's been somebody that has been targeted downfield quite a bit. And he each season has been a producing entity for his quarterback. So this absolutely makes a lot of sense for the Baltimore Ravens who tend to always lean in on that tight end position, particularly as of late. Yeah. Every, every cog has its place in that Ravens offense, mm-hmm. um, much like a car and you should take care of yours at RockAuto.com. Look at that one. Mm. At rockauto.com, you can find just about anything you could possibly need for your car, be it regular everyday supplies like a jumper cables or uh, a tire repair kit or something, you know, safety supplies, all the way to if you're a true DIY kind of person, gaskets and valves and all kinds of stuff. Just enter your make your year and your model at rockauto.com and it'll sort through their unbelievably uh, large and expansive catalog of car parts to make sure you're getting something that is compatible with your car. And you'll be able to save a buck doing that as well because Rock Auto lets you buy directly from the manufacturers. You're not going through a brick and mortar auto shop that's going to upsell you because they're a retail joint and they're, they're, you're a retail customer while they go out back and wholesale, wholesale sale, dump off all these parts to a mechanic at much less of the price. Everybody play, pays the same price at Rock Auto. They're a family company and they're going to take care of you. So head on over to rockauto.com and whatever you buy at checkout, there's a how you heard about us section. Make sure you let them know that Locked On sent you. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Also, Ross, let me know if you are familiar with this particular dilemma. Uh, let's say you've got a device that you're catching the game on. 
and then another one that you use to stream all your favorite shows. Uh, and then you're watching sports highlights on your phone. And then you have a whole other device uh, that's got your like neighbor's login that you're stealing uh, for all that good stuff. Yep. That, that's a lot, right? And if yep. you didn't want to keep track of all of that stuff, I want to tell you a better way to deal with that. It is called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. It means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. The best part? No annual contract. So get rid of the, cu- the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, everybody. It is Tuesday here on Locked on NFL. So that can only mean one thing. Tomorrow is Wednesday. But also that it is the Fantasy Forum here on Tuesdays at Locked on NFL. You've got myself, Luke. uh, You've got Luke Braun and myself, Ross Jackson. And we are joined by Marcus Mosher at Marcus underscore Mosher uh, here with the Locked on Podcast Network in an array of different responsibilities. But of course, one of our uh, fantastic fantasy experts. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Just trying to get ready for this NFL season. It's going to be busy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure you're checking us out on Locked On Dynasty. How's that for a plug? There you go. Let's you know it. That's yes. perfect. <laughs> yes. Locked On Dynasty football. You should check them out every Monday through Friday. Uh, Marcus, want to start off here. You're ready for the NFL season. We're ready for the NFL season. And fantasy football is heating up with week one just around the corner. Who are some of the big performances that you're expecting to see here in week one? Now, I promise, Ross, I'm not doing this just because you're on this podcast, but we should talk about Alvin Kamara, right? Yes, we should talk Last about Last year Kamara. when he That's played Green good. Bay, he had a monster, monster game. 45 fantasy points in PPR leagues. Uh, obviously, the Saints start off with Green Bay this year. I think with the lack of weapons in that passing offense other than Marquez Galloway, uh, there's really nobody else that they're going to be throwing the ball to. I think Kamara's going to see over 20 touches. I think outside of Christian McCaffrey, he's the running back that I would want to be starting this week. Suck it, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Bo took him in our dynasty league in the expansion draft. He took him from me and then grabbed DeAndre Swift to boot, leaving me high and dry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's my question for you. So we're coming up on week one here. Most of us have done our drafts already. If not, you know, it's coming up. You come out of your draft. You got like a big hole at wide receiver or at tight end or something. Say, oh, the the draft did not go well for me. Uh, Who is somebody that could have gone undrafted that might be the secret answer uh, to a a roster hole that that I may or may not have? (laughs) So it's a a great question there. I know. Asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we all have that, this problem here. Uh, here's what I would say, uh, Luke. There's guys sitting out in free agency now that are going to have big week one performances but aren't going to have long-term value. I will give you a name. What about Deshaun Jackson with the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Rams? Every single week one, Deshaun Jackson blows up and has a monster performance, but he can never stay healthy. I think with the Rams, with Matt Stafford on Sunday night football, you're going to see a, a couple throws down the field that him and Stafford connect on. So if you're looking for like a low-end wide receiver three or a flex play, I almost will guarantee you Deshaun Jackson is out there. You can play him. He's only owned in 3% of ESPN leagues right now. I think Deshaun Jackson is a nice what-the-heck flex this week. Oh, I like that. The what the heck flex. Let's keep that. (laughs) Let's keep that. Get that on a mug. (laughs) I love it. Uh, So speaking of those players that can have big week one performances, is there anybody that's benefiting from particular matchups throughout this week that fantasy owners should be aware of? 
I mean, Julio Jones has a fantastic matchup against the Arizona Cardinals this week. His first game with the Titans, he's healthy. He's ready to go. I don't know if you guys have seen that Cardinals cornerback situation right now, but, mm-hmm. but it's like Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson. It, it, it's not great. And I think Julio Jones is going to have maybe the biggest game of the season. Look for them to throw the ball a ton. I, I think Julio could have low-end wide receiver one potential here in week one. And look, it's really probably too early for like buy low kind of things. Um, but I mean, if you were say again, dissatisfied with your draft uh, and you're looking for maybe not necessarily like a guy who will be on waivers and you're maybe looking to get somebody a little more established than that. Is there anybody who would be worth buying low on right now at the beginning of the season in hopes that they give you something else later on? I just want to say, I, I don't think Luke liked his draft very much. Yeah, okay, first of all, what did you like about your draft, man? Guess tell me what's going on. Uh, I showed up late to it and auto-drafted for the first time. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, well, there you go. That's the pride. It's, it's user error. There you go, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's always. I'm terrible at fantasy football. That's why I need you, Marcus. Yeah, yes, I got you. I got a guy for you. Um, I think Antonio Brown is somebody who's gone really late oh. in drafts and I still think is undervalued. I would try to trade for him now before the team's week one game against Tampa Bay. Over the last six weeks of the season, he was the top 10 receiver in points per game. I think now that he's got a year in that system, Tom Brady's been there for two years. I think you can get him at a pretty cheap price, and I think he can give you some good wide receiver three numbers. That's the guy that I would try to be targeting in trades now before the season starts. Love that. All right. This is something we're going to ask every week here for our uh, Locked on NFL Fantasy Forum. What player should fantasy owners be on the lookout for to add to their team ahead of this weekend's games? All right. So I got a really deep uh, name for you. This is Tyson Williams for the Baltimore Ravens. They just had some awful injury luck this year. Uh, Obviously, J.K. Dobbins went down with an injury. Now Justice Hill is out for the year. Gus Edwards is the lead back. But Tyson Williams is really interesting. Uh, He's 215 pounds right on the four fours of his pro day. And he's really the only guy left in Baltimore outside of Gus Edwards. Would not be surprised if this is somebody who gets 12 to 14 carries against the Las Vegas Raiders in week one, only owned in about 18% of leagues. Uh, you get phenomenal athlete. If he gets that many touches and a really good run off first offense, he could have some nice uh, fantasy value. So keep an eye on Tyson Williams. Love that. Right behind the Gus bus, as Kate would say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I have one more question for you, Marcus, and we'll let you go. Uh, So as we are going into this season, I think this is a really good time. Just generally, we're not talking about players or highlights or anything like that. General fantasy football, the one tip you would give a player to up their game as we head into the 2021 season, generic fantasy football tip that will give you an edge on people who don't know it. Do not overreact to week one or week two. ADP is still more important in weeks one and week two. Uh, than the actual performance. So if you see, let's say Ezekiel Elliott struggle in the first two games of the season, don't panic. And if you don't have him, go get him because you know he's a good player. You know in time the Cowboys are going to figure things out. Just relax. Remember that this is a, a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, mm-hmm. So don't overreact to the first couple games of the year. That is lovely. That is Marcus underscore Mosher unlocked on Dynasty up there with Kate. And uh, thank you, Marcus, so much for all of the sage advice. Maybe yes, I'll lose by a little less. Yes, good luck with your <laughs> auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Marcus.
So tomorrow on the Locked On NFL podcast, Tony Wiggins and James Rapine are going to have you taken care of. It is always draft season on Wednesdays a little bit, so they'll talk about the NFL draft a little bit, uh, as well as start breaking down the season opener. We're here. We're previewing actual live games, so do not miss out on that. I also want to point you to the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling, a handicapping expert, giving you all the gambling advice you need, especially important as we get into the season. Week one, notoriously hard to bet on for Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. I'm Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. We will see you all next time here on the Locked On NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.